Oh, wasn't that great, Pastor Brennan? Fantastic. It's so good. Hey, if you're still in the foyer, come on in to the auditorium. We're going to continue on with our service uh, with just a quick 10-minute uh, chat uh, with Pastor Brennan just around the idea of baptisms. We just want to give our candidates, is that the right word, uh, a chance to get changed before we present them with their certificates and um, Pastor Brennan prays with them. Um, so we're just going to have a quick chat. Sound good? I'm up for it. You are up for it. Yep. Well, that was that was such a special moment um, for the four lives, and then of course all the lives that they're going to touch as well. I'm always emotional. Just putting it out there. Every time I see uh, people in the water baptism font, always gets me. It's a powerful, most powerful thing, and I couldn't say it again and again and again. But what Pastor Jared was saying, if you're sitting here today and you have not yet been water baptised, I'd so strongly encourage you to consider talking to somebody about it and getting on that journey. It's the most wonderful thing. It'll change your life. 100%. And I think it is uh, such a defining moment because baptisms are personal, it's permanent, and it's powerful. You came right? up with, they the, were great. The three Ps. I mean, hey, I must have a, um, a, good, a good mentor, a good teacher over here. Um, but personal, because um, I know when I see someone go through the waters of baptism, I'm always taken back to the moment that I got water baptised. Right. It was in a uh, resort pool at the Sunshine Coast uh, at a youth and young adults camp. I mean, that's the way to go, right? Um, and uh, I had been following Jesus for about four years up to that point, um, but I just knew that that was something that I needed to do in my faith walk and I really do put it down to a defining moment in my journey where I really did start to become a lot more serious for Jesus from that moment. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about your experience because I know that you've shared a couple of times but maybe not everybody has heard your um, and Margaret's personal experience of water baptism. Thank you. Um, Some of you have heard this all before um, but uh, it it is a constant reminder and I love what Kerry was just saying when you find, you see other people being water baptised it does, at least for me, it takes us all the way back to the times when I got water baptised, but Margaret and I were water baptised together, and and so that's over forty years ago now. But um, and it was in a swimming pool in the backyard of a, a person's backyard, and that was because we didn't have one of these things in the church at the time. Uh, church back then uh, it was pretty much a whole other deal, but that's okay. Um, it was a wonderful time for me, a time when uh, I'm. Uh, it does take me back. Always, I always come back to that time because. Um, after uh, being water baptised, um, I, can, I can recall the person that was water baptising us saying, I want all of you now to remember, those of you who had been baptised at that time, that what we're going to do is empty this pool. <laughs> it was a swimming pool. But we're going to empty this pool and... Um, and we need you to know that the old man is going to go down the drain pipe. And, uh, and so that old man, you'll never be able to find him again, or her, him or her again. And I've always remembered that, that, that um, you know, it's symbolic. Water baptism is, is as Jared was saying, it's a funeral. Um, it's symbolic of, of an old man, the old Brendan, the old Margaret, uh, when we went down to those uh, baptismal waters, uh, when we came up out of those, we went down as as a certain p- person. We came up a completely different person. We became 
We were completely born again. Well, we were, we were born again before we were water baptised, just to put it out there. But, but you come up out of those, those waters and it's like it's a whole new thing going on in your world. And, uh, and uh, I'm so grateful that ever since that moment, uh, for over 40 years, I've never been able to find that old man, that old Brendan has gone. And I so encourage every one of you to think of it in that way, that, that it does, it does it, it, the old is gone, the new is here, and you live and you walk out of the freedom and the newness that comes with that. How, how did it actually change you practically? Like, what did that look like for... Um, your life. You know, I, I, I love what the T-shirts uh, say. They say, going public. Yeah. And, uh, and there's, a, there's a whole thing in the scriptures about confession of your faith. Mm-hmm. And so one of the most practical things, the things that it did uh, was, you see, the scripture says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Christ... And that if you believe in your heart that the Father raised Christ from the dead, then you will be saved or rescued. Um, but a lot of people can, can confess that with their mouth and believe that in their heart, but never tell anybody. So, you know, they, they sort of hold it to themselves. Well, I, I believe in Jesus, but I don't, I don't talk to people. <laughs> I don't tell anybody about that. And, and, and the reality is we, are, we will regularly say here that the most important thing for us to do is to shine and that lights shine, they don't talk. And so we're, we're not about running around telling everybody that we're Christians. But, but where the opportunity arises, and it is appropriate that you are able to publicly, even if that publicly means to one other person, say, no, um, I, I am a Christian and I, my faith is uh, very important to me. Um, and so to answer the question... I found that after being water baptised, this idea of going public, it meant that I had a sense of I was no longer, as Jared was saying, ashamed of, of if I was ever asked, are you a Christian? Do you read a Bible? Do you believe in that stuff? Yes, I do. Yeah. And I had a, a sense of confidence, I suppose, within me that I could go public with that. You know, it's important to also remember that uh, as Jared said, Jesus himself was water baptized. But we find in the book of Acts where um, at least three occasions and, and um, uh, where as soon as the people that were listening to someone, might have been Peter or Paul, someone preaching, um, once they had asked the question, what do we need to do to be saved? And he explained or they explained it to them. Every single thing, every single time, the most, it seems like it's almost immediate. They go looking for water <laughs> to get water baptized. For example, um, Philip, the evangelist, uh, many would know, maybe know the story where he was speaking to the eunuch. And uh, after explaining to the eunuch what it meant, what, what it meant to really believe in Jesus Christ, the very first thing the eunuch says is, where's water? Let's find some water. And they found some water on the, by the sounds of it on the side of the road. And he said, well, can I get water baptised now? And so it was that quick. It was like as soon as he had the revelation knowledge and was willing to say, I want to I be public. I want to go public about it. I want to I step into 
this newness that I have, there's a sense of being water baptized. The, the jailer that jailed Paul and Silas immediately after he had, first of all, he was going to kill himself because they had gotten free and he didn't want to face the consequences. But of course, Paul said to him, No, don't do that. But uh, tells him about Jesus Christ and, and says, Do you accept Jesus Christ? And yes, I do. And immediately the Bible says, the word in, in my boat says, immediately they were water baptized. It's almost as the minute you really know this revelation of who Jesus Christ is, there's, there's an urgency to go public with that and not keep the confession to yourself but to be water baptised, which I suggest is possibly the first or greatest public confession of your faith that you can make. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's the spirit and the heart of um, why Paul wrote in Galatians 2.20, uh, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. From that sense of, my life is ruined for anything else. I've had this genuine revelation, and now what is my life but to live for Jesus? Uh, it would have been cool if the Bible recorded Paul's baptism moment. Uh, it no, has, I don't recall. Oh, you haven't found there. it. No, okay, no. well, it mustn't be there. Um, but that would be really cool if we uh, if we saw Paul, Paul's moment because I think that would be really significant. Um, but he came from that heart of. I, I no longer am living now for myself, um, but I am living for Christ. And he declared that through his life, through his writings. Uh, and these four amazing people declared that with the confession of their faith this morning. We could sit here and talk for a really, really long time, but can you believe our 10 minutes is already up? No, I cannot. I cannot believe it either. I'm just going to do a quick scan of the room to make sure all of our candidates are back in the room. Give me a wave. Yeah, we're all here. Awesome. We have the privilege now of, uh, of you handing over the certificates to them and praying for them, which they're really looking forward to. So without anything further to do, I'm going to hand it over to Pastor Brennan.